Now, everybody is aware of the rise of gin over the last few years, but how about a gin where you can choose what it tastes like? Lawrence Nicholson, you've got the answer for that, all the way from East Kilbride, haven't you? Inspirited. Tell me what the process is. Yeah, thanks very much. So what you do is you come along to our website, you choose through 35 different botanicals. We actually have a little gin creation tool, and it'll tell you what each one of those botanicals will do in terms of the flavour of your gin, and what it will add or take away. And then once you select that, we allow you to personalise the label, so put three lines of text there, anything you want, my gin, happy birthday, Merry Christmas, anything you like. Uh, and then we take in um, your order, we run it on our bespoke still that we've had custom built exactly the way um, that we designed it. Essentially what we allow you to do is have the same quality, consistency and replicability as commercial grade distilling processes on a single bottle by bottle basis. And then from that we'll run your single bottle, package it up, label it up and send it out to you within five days. So in terms of flavour, that's unique to the person who's chosen those flavourings, the botanicals, but it's also unique. Nobody else is making that apart from you, that single bottle. Absolutely. And not only that, what we do is we keep a note of your order on the system and we pride ourselves on the ability to recreate the exact same flavour profile that you created the first time round on the second time round. So you can order your same bottle as many times as you want and we guarantee you have the same flavour every time. You would expect a distiller to be making hundreds of bottles at a time to make it commercially viable, but you're actually offering a single bottle at a time. Absolutely. This was the, <laughs> literally the biggest challenge we faced when we first launched the business. We came up with an idea and it was um, Christmas time 2019 and we're saying to ourselves, okay, what can we do that's different? This offered the ability for people to create their own gin. That was sounded like a great idea. Then came the reality of how we can actually make that happen. So we spent six months working with a company in Canada, Allied Beverage Tanks, who make uh, distilling products, designing a bespoke still and bespoke distilling process that allows us to do that, unlike any other one in the world. Now, you've all, you do make your own uh, gins as well. We'll talk about those in a second. But you've been very busy. And now, in fact, there's a queue of people waiting to talk to you on the, on the stand here at BBC Good Food Show Winter. What are the favourite botanicals? I mean, you've now got a history of, of seeing your customers coming through. What are the ones they're picking most? It's funny, it's actually quite cyclic. So when it comes close to Christmas time or winter time, you see the shift into things like cassia bark, which is cinnamon, or into angelica root, you know, your spices, that, that tends to, to come through more. Then when it comes to summer, you see the rise of lemon, the strawberry and raspberry, rhubarb, that's really popular summertime. So yeah, it, it kind of varies throughout the year. But um, what we have on our site as well is we have a, a page called the Tasty Tips page. And on there, we tell you, if you're looking to achieve a citrusy gin, this is what you should have in there. Or if you want to achieve a spice gin, this is what you should have in there. So you tend to find that the same bases come up quite often, but then with a few extra ingredients on top. And what about, let me into a little secret, no names, no pack drill, but what about the times when you open up the, the order form and you see the wildest selection of botanicals? <laughs> that must have happened. It does, but you know, we get asked this question a lot. What do you do if you see a gin, someone's ordered, you know it's not going to taste good? Well, the way we take it back and say is, who am I to say what you'd like and what you don't like? So, you know, if someone picks strawberry and cinnamon, I think maybe that doesn't work well in a gin. But you might be at home munching on a cinnamon stick and eating strawberries at the same time. That might be the flavours you like. So we'll make it exactly the way you want it and ship it out to you. doesn't matter if I think it's the right combination. All that matters is it matches your vision for your gin. Do you get to taste some of these? I mean, just maybe a quality control process. But like you say, if you get a strawberry and cinnamon request, are you tempted to have a little taste and just see if it does work? We taste every single one we make. Because not only from a perspective of does it match the ingredients and flavour profile that you're expecting, we also have to taste for quality and consistency in each time. We need to make sure that we took the right cuts for your heads and tails, that we're collecting only the hearts, nothing bad's happened in the distilling process, there's been no mistake. You know, 
any number of mistakes can happen through the process. So you must test every time you make the gin to make sure it works. You used a couple of technical terms there. The heads and the tails are the first bits and the last bits yes. that come off the distillation process, aren't they? And you're looking for that really good stuff in the middle. Yeah, indeed. And it's that bit in the middle and how much of that you collect in the middle that really can set apart some sort of craft distillers and premium distilleries from uh, sort of more discount distilleries. So, for instance, when you're cutting your heads, you don't want the first stuff that comes out of the gin, uh, the still first because that distillate has got some issues and it. it's not nice, it's nasty and you don't want the bits at the end but of course you want to maximise your yield a bit in the middle so what we do at Inspirited is we take very big cuts of our heads and our tails to ensure that we only get the most premium of the spirit that comes through the best of the hearts but when you go to maybe more discount distilleries you may take more of those heads and hearts included in there and that's how you get and bad headaches <laughs> Made obviously with good Scottish water I mean Scotland has a, a history of distilling like uh, like no other and it's a lot of it's down to the water isn't it? Yeah, it's, uh, the water is more prevalent in the whisky distilling side of things than it is in the, the gin distilling side of things but yeah you actually find now a lot of um, whisky distilleries in Scotland are launching their own gin ranges because obviously the issue you have with whisky is that you need to age it for at least three years so in the meantime they're shifting to, to gin but our focus here at Respect is predominantly on gin yeah. Makes a difference in that cut though doesn't it when you get to the final product I'm sure Now tell me about the ones that you have as well that, that you make the flavours and where they come from So we do four in-house gins the first ones are Inspirity Original, which is our London Dry. With that one, we just try to create a really easy-going, light, sipping gin that you have with gin tonics all night long. The next one we launched is our Summer Berries and Hibiscus Pink Gin. So that has all the flavour that you're expecting from a pink gin, the strawberry and raspberry hit. It's sweet, but it's not too sweet. It finishes off with the nice floral notes in the back end. The next one we launched was our Navy Strength Spice. Now, it is a massive 57.1%, and that does give people a bit of fear when they first see it. <laughs> But it's the most award-winning gin we do. It picked up 92 points at the International Wine Spirits Awards. We're incredibly proud of it. And in fact, if you look around, you'll see that's actually the gin we've sold most of. It's the one we least thought of because when people try it, they absolutely love it. And the newest line, addition to the lineup is our bergamot orange and golden kiwi. So for that gin, we've got three types of orange in there. Seville orange, it's a sort of bitter flavour. Sweet orange, which is our traditional orange you buy in the shops. And bergamot orange, you might recognise from candles and spa products. And it tastes exactly how it smells. The three of them combined together give a lovely complex orange flavour and then golden kiwis in the back end. Look, if you've never had a golden kiwi, pick one up in the supermarket. It's like someone got an ordinary kiwi and injected caramel into it. It's golden flesh on the inside, super sweet, absolutely delicious. And when it's distilled, it gives a lovely sweetness. Sounds fantastic. Where does your love of gin come from and, and how did Inspirited come about? Uh, it's quite an interesting leap. But what actually was, I am a high-voltage electrical engineer by trade. <laughs> So I spent 10 years working, installing large high voltage equipment, but we, our business, long story short, became experts in installing places like distilleries. So I spent the best part of 10 years working in and out of every major distillery you can think of in Scotland and England, seeing how it works from a process perspective, understanding not only the market, but the process involved, how you achieve that market. And we thought to ourselves, well, there's something we can do here. There is a missing product, a missing line here. It's that ability for people to create their own gin. It's take it one step further. You all, everyone knows about trying different gins and different tonics with different uh, um, uh, garnishes. But what we want to do is allow you to take one step further and create your own gin.